Jazzcast Pros. It's 3 a.m. The world is quiet, but you? You're wide awake, staring at the ceiling, wondering why sleep eludes you. Does this sound familiar? Then you're in the right place. Today's episode is all about uncovering the reasons behind these untimely awakenings, and more importantly, to arm you with some practical tips to help you stay asleep and wake up feeling more rested. So if you're ready to turn those sleepless nights around, stay with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Doze Podcast, the short and sweet of what you need to know to transform your sleep. I'm your host, Soda Kuchkowski, your trusted sleep coaching guide, here to help you optimize your day so that you can take back your night. In this week's episode, I'm going to unravel a mystery that many of you may face, waking up in the dead of night, especially around 3 a.m. Now, when it happens to me, I know exactly why and what to do. So today, I want to share with you what I do to get my sleep back on track. So why exactly does this happen and what can be done about it? We have to start our conversation with understanding cortisol, your body's own stress messenger, and the effect it can have on both your days and nights. Now, I'm sure you're familiar, but if not, cortisol is your stress hormone and it's produced by the adrenal glands. Your cortisol levels naturally peak in the morning to help you wake up and decline throughout the day. This hormone actually helps you to kickstart your day in the morning and gradually decreases as the day goes on. But here's where it gets tricky. If you're stressed, your cortisol levels can get all out of whack, and suddenly you find yourself wide awake at 3 a.m. It's like your body's on high alert when it should be in rest mode. So I want you to think of it this way. Imagine that your cortisol levels are like a wave. They should rise and fall in a natural rhythm. But when they're constantly high, especially at night, it's like trying to sleep with a loud rock concert happening right outside your window. Elevated cortisol levels can keep your brain on high alert, making it harder to fall asleep and to stay asleep. It's like your body's in a constant state of ready to go, even when you're lying in bed trying to catch some Z's. No wonder you sometimes toss and turn all night. It's your body's way of sending you a signal, a kind of warning sign that something's off. Think of it like your body's check engine light. When sleep eludes you, it's often a clue that you're misaligned in some way. Maybe you're offline with your mental or physical health, or perhaps something in your daily routine isn't quite on track. It could be stress, diet, exercise habits, or even deeper emotional concerns. The thing is, sleep isn't just a break at the end of the day. It's a barometer for overall well-being. And when your sleep is constantly disrupted, it's a call to action and a nudge to take a closer look at your lifestyle, habits, and stress levels. So why does it always seem to happen around 3 a.m.? As it turns out, this time is sort of a critical point in our body's natural rhythm. If cortisol levels are in balance, it's often around this time that the effect becomes more noticeable. It's not just about stress, though. Beyond stress, there are several factors that can be at play. Stress and anxiety are big ones, but also, as I mentioned, those lifestyle habits, like late-night caffeine or screen time. Even your diet can impact how well you sleep. It's a complex puzzle with each piece influencing your nightly rest. Now, the thing to know is that the way cortisol impacts us varies from person to person. Cortisol is a bit like a personalized alarm system. It's designed to help you react to stressful situations. But the sensitivity of this alarm can differ, as I mentioned, greatly amongst individuals. You know, you might be the type of person that a little bit of stress can trigger a significant cortisol response, making you feel alert or even anxious. But for others, like myself, it might take a lot more to get that cortisol surge going. And why this matters, especially when it comes to your sleep, is that if your cortisol levels spike with even minor stresses, you might find yourself frequently waking up at night, especially during those early morning hours. It's as if your body is again in a constant state of high alert. On the flip side, 
If your cortisol response is less reactive, you might be the type who can sleep through the night despite having a lot on your mind. The difference, you would think, is mostly tied to just how you respond to your stress and your sensitivity, but your lifestyle plays a huge role in helping you to manage your levels as well. Think of things like your diet, of course, like what you eat, your exercise habits, and how much physical activity you get during the day. Even how you choose to wind down before bed can affect how your cortisol behaves in your body. And of course, let's not forget genetics. They can play a significant part in determining your individual sensitivity to cortisol. So it's important to understand yourself so that you know how you have to prioritize managing your stress. So what can you do about it? The key lies in understanding your body's own response to stress and managing it accordingly. It's about finding that sweet spot where your cortisol levels are balanced, not too high and not too low, especially when it's time to hit the sheets. You want to first identify the factors that can lead to a spike in your cortisol levels during the night. If I wake up in the middle of the night, and this is something that comes with practice as well, my first response isn't to panic, but it's to take a deep breath. Now, I've been in sleep for a very long time. So my brain can quickly jump and pinpoint the factors that could have caused me to wake up. But what I want you to do is to tell yourself, this is okay. This is temporary. I can fall back asleep and tomorrow is a new day. For this episode, I really want our focus to be on understanding what caused a disruption in your system and what are the steps that you can take to fix it so it doesn't happen the next night or the one after. The truth is, because you uniquely respond to stress in one way and I in another, I think it's important for us to explore and for you to understand some effective ways to manage stress and balance cortisol tailored to how your body uniquely responds to life's ups and downs. So whether you're someone who feels every bump in the road or you're more like the eye of the storm, common-centered, there is a way to optimize your sleep and overall well-being. Which leads us right into what are some solutions. So let's jump right into my sleep tips and tools of the week. The simplest and arguably one of the most effective strategies for lowering cortisol levels and improving sleep is to establish a regular sleep routine. This involves a consistent sleep schedule. That means going to bed and waking up at the same time every day, even on weekends. And this helps regulate your body's internal clock and improve your overall sleep quality. Now, while I find that most people generally have kind of like a guesstimation on their bedtime, right? If you plan on being in bed by, you know, 1030, sometimes it's 1030, sometimes it's 11, sometimes it's 1130. So if you can only prioritize one over the other, I would say make sure that you're consistently waking up at the same time every single day. And if you're sleeping in on the weekends, you know, there isn't such thing as catching up on sleep. You want to get that full adult sleep cycle, that 90 minutes. So if you generally wake up at 7, you know, set your alarm for 8.30. What you want to do is you want to keep yourself on a schedule. That's the best way to keep that cortisol level and your circadian rhythm balanced. And before bed, a calming routine is a must. Engage in a calming activity like light reading, listening to soothing music, or practicing deep breathing exercises to signal to your body that it's time to wind down. Think about incorporating them with yoga and stretching exercises specifically for sleep, which can go a long way in helping you unwind both mentally and physically. And here's a big one. Mindfulness practices. Meditation or those deep breathing exercises I find are the most incredibly effective for reducing stress and by extension, helping to balance your cortisol levels. But it's not just about what I do right before bed. My overall lifestyle has a huge impact as well. It's all about those things you do during the day to manage your stress and engage in self-care. They're the things we know, right? Like regular exercise is fantastic for stress management. But of course, you want to avoid it too close to bedtime because it can be overstimulating. 
Diet-wise, avoiding things like caffeine and sugar, especially later in the day. You know, for 2024, I'm working hard to reduce it from my diet. And while caffeine really doesn't personally affect my sleep as much, I'm not as sensitive to it. I can have a cup of coffee and I can go to bed, right? What I do know is that it reduces deep sleep by 20%. So as a light sleeper, even if it isn't a spike in cortisol, I avoid it altogether just to play it on the safe side, especially if I know I have something important to do the next day. And as hard as it can be, reducing screen time in the evening also helps me personally a lot. That blue light from devices can really mess with your sleep cycle. You know, I've mentioned this before. You want it as dark as possible in the bedroom and you want to turn down, reduce, eliminate all blue light before bed or use tools like amber lighting or blue blockers to set the right tone. And of course, as always, the link for the Dose products are below. And last, if you need some help, you know, there are some short-term tools that you can use to help get your cortisol levels back in line. There's some natural aids like supplements and herbs for managing cortisol levels. But it's important to remember that they should be used in conjunction with lifestyle changes, not as a sole solution. It's also crucial to understand that you need to consult with a healthcare professional before starting any supplement regimen, especially if you have an existing health condition or you're taking any other kinds of medications. At least speak with your pharmacist. And last, remember, supplements and herbs can both interact with medications or have side effects. And the efficacy of them can vary from person to person. So again, essential to speak to someone before you start down that path, and especially for managing your cortisol levels. But that being said, I do have, you know, some natural things that have been researched and have been shown to help reduce cortisol levels and manage you naturally. The first is passionflower tea, which is an herbal tea, and it's known for its sleep-promoting and stress-reducing effects. It's believed to boost the level of GABA in your brain, which lowers brain activity and may help you relax and sleep better. Second is Tulsi or holy basil. It's an aptogenic herb that has been shown to reduce stress and balance cortisol levels. And remember, while these teas can aid in relaxation and potentially improve your sleep, they should be part of a broader approach to sleep hygiene, those practices, those healthy practices around sleep and stress management. And second, there are some supplements that can naturally help with cortisol levels. Ashwagandha is an adaptogen that may help reduce stress and anxiety. Studies have shown that it can lower cortisol levels. It's known for its ability to regulate the body system and improve resistance to stress. And for what's known, you should look for one that includes black pepper extract because it enhances the viability of various supplements, including ashwagandha. It also can increase the absorption, making it more effective. But when starting with any supplements, you never know how you'll react. So at the dose, we carry it in powder form. And we have bottles, but also individual packets with one to three servings to add it to your favorite tea or bedtime drink so that you can build up your tolerance and also test your sensitivity to its use. And the second is magnesium, known as a relaxation mineral. Now, it comes from the earth, so we don't produce it naturally, right? And we can get it from outside food sources, things like avocados, pumpkin seeds, dark chocolate, right? It can improve sleep quality, and it's been linked to lower cortisol levels. Now, generally, I recommend it as a topical spray, as it works quicker as you apply it transdermally, right? Our skin is our largest organ. And it's also less likely to interfere with any medications that you may be taking. Now, at the dose, we carry a topical magnesium spray designed to deliver the mineral magnesium through the skin for that rapid cell absorption. And it's required by the body to maintain a state of rest. You know, studies show that upwards of 80% of people are magnesium deficient because of modern diets and lifestyles. Something also to note, just as a side note, if you're sleeping less than six hours per night, your body doesn't absorb enough of the nutrients and minerals from your food. And also if you're not drinking enough water, same thing. 
So just a side note to know. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that I've provided you with a closer look at how cortisol might be playing a role in those frustrating 3 a.m. wake-ups. I want you to remember, it's about creating a balance in both your body and your daily life. Tonight, as I settle in, I'll be thinking about what I've shared with you, and I hope that it helps you too. Until next time, thank you for listening. I'm back every Wednesday with a new episode, ready to share my knowledge and empower you to take control of your sleep. If you've enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to The Doze Podcast and leave us a comment on your experience with the sleep tips. I still have lots to share with you as we work together towards creating solutions around your unique sleep challenges and needs. Until then, remember, you are pure potential if you change how well you sleep. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The hosts of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.